This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, the OPM director has a warning about not offering telework to federal employees. The House passes a bill to fund IRS customer service. And the Coast Guard is modifying its medical requirements. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. It's Friday, July 22nd, 2022. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Peter Masurlian. Federal employees expect the work-life balance that telework brings and will leave agencies that don't provide it. Office of Personnel Management Director Karen Ahuja says feds are leaving agencies that are enforcing strict office reentry policies, if not leaving government altogether. What we are seeing is agency hopping based on where, you know, employees see the level of flexibility. We don't want agencies having to compete with each other. Ahuja says telework is an essential tool to hire workers outside major metro areas and recruit the next generation of federal employees. The union representing the Justice Department's immigration judges is asking for a restoration of its collective bargaining rights. The Federal Labor Relations Authority previously ruled that the administrative law judges were not entitled to unionize. But the board's membership changed in May, and the National Association of Immigration Judges is now hoping for a return to the status quo. A commission to oversee the closure of some Veterans Affairs Department health care facilities loses funding in the House. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more. The House-passed version of the fiscal 2023 spending package defunds the VA's Asset and Infrastructure Review Commission. The commission, under the 2018 Mission Act, is supposed to review the VA's recommendations to right-size its real estate portfolio of medical facilities across the country. The House Military Construction and VA Appropriations Spending Bill originally included $5 million in new funding for the Air Commission. But lawmakers approved an amendment that reauthorizes that funding to support VA's Homeless Veteran Program. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. The House clears a federal funding package for fiscal 2023. Federal News Network's Drew Friedman has more. A six-bill appropriations minibus passes the House with about $560 billion in government funding. The spending package increases funds for the IRS in part to improve its customer service. It also puts federal dollars toward medical research and care for veterans. The minibus does not mention the federal pay raise, meaning the House will align with President Biden's 4.6% proposal. Senate appropriators are expected to release their draft spending bills by the end of the month. Drew Friedman, Federal News Network. The House Oversight and Reform Committee passes a bill to try to prevent waste fraud and improper spending of federal dollars. The Stop Fraud Act, introduced by Virginia Democrat Jerry Connolly, would establish a dedicated anti-fraud federal office. The legislation would also create an online public dashboard to track agencies' cost savings and efforts to combat fraud. Agencies would be able to use some of their recovered fraudulent funds to reinvest in technologies for reducing improper payments. The bill moves to the full House for consideration. The Veterans Health Administration gets its first permanent leader in more than six years. The Senate confirms former New Jersey Department of Health Commissioner Sharif Elnahal in a 66-23 vote. Senator Rick Scott had blocked plans to confirm Elnahal through a unanimous consent vote on the Senate floor in May, 
Instead, Scott said he wanted a recorded vote on the nominee. VHA has not had a permanent leader since January 2016, when David Shulkin left the post to become the VA secretary in the Trump administration. The Coast Guard is modifying medical requirements for future members in an effort to improve retention and lower enlistment requirements. Under the new guidance, the Coast Guard will be more attuned to whether a person can perform duties despite medicine needs or medical diagnosis. Higher medical standards will still be required for certain communities within the Coast Guard based on job demands. The new policy comes amid recruiting difficulties across the military caused by the pandemic. The Departments of Interior, Agriculture, Commerce and Defense are teaming up on a new outdoor recreation initiative. On Thursday, President Biden announced the new Federal Interagency Council on Outdoor Recreation, or FICOR, which will encourage more Americans to spend time in nature by expanding outdoor recreation opportunities and providing more affordable experiences on public land and water. FICOR will also help to coordinate policies to invest in recreation infrastructure and bolster education and career opportunities in conservation. The council is part of Biden's America the Beautiful initiative. It appears federal agencies are not losing cybersecurity specialists to just the private sector. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday has more. The Justice Department's internal cyber review found DOJ needs to better compete with other agencies, not just the private sector, for cyber talent. Some agencies, like the Department of Homeland Security, have introduced special cyber hiring programs offering higher salaries compared to the rest of the federal government. Kieran Ahuja, the director of the Office of Personnel Management, says OPM wants to make it easier for all federal agencies to hire cyber specialists. We also want to work with Congress to develop a government-wide cyber workforce plan that puts agencies on equal footing in competing for cyber talent. Justin Doubleday, Federal News Network. Time is running out to apply for the next round of TMF, or Technology Modernization Fund, awards. GSA Administrator Robin Carnahan says applications are due August 1st. Carnahan says there's about $400 million left out of the $1 billion TMF received from the American Rescue Plan. Carnahan expects the rest of that funding to be committed by the end of this fiscal year. About $100 million is specifically slated for improvements to user experience. Find these stories and more at federalnewsnetwork.com. For the Federal Newscast, I'm Peter Masurlian. Reconnect with a carpool or vanpool. Even if you're commuting just a few days a week, Commuter Connections can match you with others that live and work near or at the same place as you. Prefer taking the bus or train? There's never been a better time to reconnect with transit. Plus, you have the added comfort of knowing Guaranteed Ride Home is there for any unexpected emergency for free. For more options, visit commuterconnections.org or call 1-800-745-RIDE. Some restrictions apply.